everyone. Welcome to another episode of So Jaded. Hey guys. So today we're going to talk about Netflix's The Queen's Gambit. Um, So we both binge watched this over the weekend. We haven't discussed it at all. So you're going to hear our opinions here first. Let's get into it. So obviously a spoiler alert for this episode, we're going to talk about like everything that has to do with the Queen's Gambit. So just don't listen to this if you haven't watched it yet. Or you can. True. You can. If you're, if you're reckless, I think you should do it. Like, that's kind of funny. Oh, God. I've never, <laughs> I don't like that. Oh, well, to each their own. To each their own. Yes. If I cannot be spoiled. I hate spoilers. I guess first, did we like it? And yes, I did. Yeah, I did too. Obviously, there's no reason how I wouldn't like it because I still wanted to watch. Like, I found myself ending an episode and I was like, oh, okay, like, I still want to know how her story is going to end up, you know? So that was something that kind of, I guess, like, kept me watching, which was very surprising because, well, I guess I should say, like, the whole reason why we were interested in doing this episode is because there was a bunch of, I don't know about anyone else, but all I saw on my social media was about this fucking show. Yeah. And also, I did not want to watch it. I want to watch it to do the episode with you. Yeah. I don't like watching things with a lot of hype. It is a flaw that I have. When Mm. people love something, I don't want to like it. I don't know why I'm like this. We're both alike in that way. I think we're we're just like stubborn. We're like, "Mm, why does everyone else love this? Like, seems overrated. Can't be that good. Can't be that good. I don't believe you. As if the whole world's opinions are just like not valid I don't understand why I think that way but I don't like to watch things when they're super hyped up like this would be something I would usually watch in like a year yeah but it's much better to watch now because now I understand what people are talking about and I can appreciate when people keep posting it on their stories no definitely there was just like a time yeah it was it was the the last straw for me I think was when um (laughs) Because Barack Obama, like, always releases, like, his favorites. He's basically, like, the male Oprah in that way. So, and this was on his list of, like, their favorite shows. So I was like, oh, I was like, hmm, like, the Obamas enjoyed it. So, like, I guess I will watch it then. Yeah, That was kind of, like, the last thing for me. My mom watched it. My mom oh. does not watch shows. Like when I tell you, I'll be like, mom, please sit down and watch the show. She's like, I don't have time. I cannot watch this show. I, I can't. Nope, absolutely not. And even if she's going to like it, she does not sit down to watch shows. But I guess her yeah. and mom, just, they watched Peaky Blinders. And I guess that's done or they're done. Yeah, it is. Out. It's done. Yeah. So they wanted to watch something else because they really liked that. And they decided to choose this, which doesn't seem like something my mom would do, but she really liked it. So I was like, oh, well, they probably I don't know if you know this, but she's on Peaky Blinders that. Oh, I did not know. And that's definitely why they did. that. Yeah, I've been doing 
a lot of research on her, which this is something that we can talk about later. Mm-hmm. I've been doing a lot of research on her. She was on Peaky Blinders. I have a friend. Oh, Ellie. Ellie's been on the podcast before. So Ellie was like, listen, Jade, I really liked the show a lot. I want you to watch it. But I, she said that she didn't like her in any, like the main actress. Her name's Anya. Uh-huh. You didn't like the main actress, like in any of the other things that she like watched. Yeah. But she was oh. like, I really liked her in this for some reason. Like she did a great job. Like obviously she's the main character. And I think that's a huge part of why people really liked it is because she just did a great job like being Beth Harmon. Like she is very clearly that character. Like I think she just did a phenomenal job in that way, which I think is also a huge part of why people were so obsessed with it. She was great. And also she was not what I expected. I honestly didn't know much about the show going into it. I didn't really read anything. I kind of ignored what people were saying, honestly. Mm -hmm. And I had no idea what this character was. And I thought it was great. Like I thought she was so good. Mm-hmm. And it was really interesting and not what I expected from her. Just like, I mean, this sounds bad, but like from the way she looks, like things yeah. people have been posting, I didn't expect that to be the character, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah. So yeah. straightforward. And just the way her mannerisms and everything was very interesting. Not what I yeah. thought at all. I don't know. <laughs> I also yeah. thought the orphanage was in France the whole first episode because she looks French and then when she got adopted I was like wait they're in Kentucky I was like did they get her from France I had to look it up I don't know why I really thought that I really thought it that's funny that's really funny (laughs) they didn't have French accents I don't know you just you know I might have thought it was in France because I'm not gonna lie I'm sorry this is bad for doing a podcast episode but I was quite distracted while watching the show I think I might have missed some major plot points and I'm just gonna quickly talk about why because I think this is also really important so switching gears um Taylor Swift put out a new album called Evermore um and I don't know how I'm supposed to watch a tv show consistently when I could be listening to that album because it's absolutely wonderful and she also was putting out witchy um, versions <laughs> versions of Willow. And it's also a really witchy week. If anyone knows, we're recording this on the 21st of December, which is the winter solstice. Mm-hmm. So this was also something I was preparing for because I'm trying to be a witch. Um, and this is a really big day because it's also the Great Conjunction, which happens every 20 years. And even more special... This every 200 years, it switches from a different element of sign and we're switching into air signs, which is like really good for the state of the world is what is predicted. I, I mean, we'll see. We don't know. But I'm after you texted vibes. me. Yeah. Like after you texted me, I was like, oh, my God, good vibes only. Like, yeah. yes, like we are getting into like a new place in this world. And I just hope like uh, I good vibes only, you know? Yeah. So basically. In this new era, it's supposed to be more innovative and people focusing on themselves and their happiness other than money and success and just being driven towards getting somewhere. It's more of just being content with yourself is what this next 200 years are supposed to be. And the last time 
these elements lined up in Aquarius was during the Renaissance. Bam. I don't know. That was cool. Like Shakespeare. <laughs> this is going to be the time where I realize my own talent. And yeah, stuff. me too, I guess. Yeah, we got this. I'm really hoping. So during this show, um, which maybe that's why I thought it was in France, I was looking up rituals. So there are some things as we talk about this that I might have just missed because I was really focused. And I, I'm just, I'm sorry, Jade. I'm, I'm sorry. I apologize. <laughs> well, can I admit something? So I, <laughs> I um, originally like started watching in the living room downstairs, like on Saturday night, because um, there was like no one home, like Vanessa and Gabby had plans or like work or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I was like, great, perfect time to start watching. And then um, I watched the next couple episodes the next day, like in my room, because I like didn't have access to the TV downstairs. And then for the last episode, I had like the house empty again. And I was like, great, I can watch it on the big screen downstairs. I was so excited. But before I sat down to do that, I was like, let me get some like things done around the house, like wash the dishes, like fill up the dishwasher, blah, blah, blah. And I just had like evermore blasting on the speaker. So literally like right before I sat down to watch the last episode, I was like, I have to just like belt out these next three songs. Like I, I fully like did a concert in my living room, but I was just like, I have to. And then I like watched last episode. So evermore's also been on my mind too. Like, it's just a fact, like it's all we listen to basically yeah so um listeners let us know in the comments below if uh you would like us to do an episode on evermore um just kidding this isn't a youtube video so you can just text us because you're probably our friends or we'll do it anyway but okay back to the queen's gambit um yeah so what else you said you were researching this actress yes one of the big things that people were talking so like you look at her full name is Anya Taylor Joy. Mm-hmm. You look at Anya and you're like, this is a white girl. Like when she started, <laughs> when the show started getting really popular, people started discovering that her family's from Argentina and she's a Latina and she actually speaks Spanish like amazingly. She grew up in Argentina until the age of like eight before they moved to London and she had to completely learn English at the age of eight. And yeah. So she's a white Latina still like she's playing this like white character, obviously. And there's like nothing about her that you would assume is like any different. Yeah. And I think I was like really excited to watch her just because like, but there's just like a lot more like facets to her that I think makes her a little bit more interesting. I still think it's really messed up that Jolene, her best friend, is kind of Mm -hmm. like the side Black character of the show, which I don't necessarily like. She kind of does like play that sidekick character for most of it. When they were older, she kind of became this character that was like really inspiring and motivational because she was like, even though these are the times that we're living in, like I'm going to become a lawyer and like, I'm going to law school and like, Mm -hmm. I'm gonna, she was talking about how like she learned about history and like became really upset. Like then she kind of became this like completely different character as an adult, I think. 
But either way, I still think that's something. And also, like, in general, it was, like, written by a man and, like, directed by a man. So, like, it's there was a lot of things there. I'm Yeah, there's a lot of things there that I also wanted to talk about. Yeah. Oh, but before I forget, going back to, like, Anya in general, Mm -hmm. I had no fucking idea that I actually really liked her and didn't know that it was her. Have you ever seen Split? I haven't. Or Glass. Okay, you should watch it. (laughs) Will I like it? That was another thing. It's freaky. It's like a a freaky movie, but it's not something that like you can't watch. It's actually pretty interesting. Like, and the acting's great. But if you don't want to watch her like getting kidnapped and like held against her will, like I would understand that 100%. I like horror movies and scary things. Oh, okay. So, yeah. So, but she is so she was just so beautiful and so interesting to watch mainly in split. She had just like less of a part in glass. It wasn't really about her as much, but she, I just remember watching her and being like, Whoa, this girl is so good. And I just like had no idea that it was her. So I love watching actors like come up and like do better things and better roles and like get more recognition. So Mm -hmm. that was also really cool. But yeah, I want to know the parts that you were not sure of or like got confused about. <laughs> okay, so it's hard for me to think of specifics. Um, yeah. But okay, so, oh, actually, I can think of a specific. Um, wow, I'm blanking on his name. Oh, Towns. Oh. Okay, so something that confused That also me. kind of annoyed me. Yeah, it confused me at the end because I was confused where he came from. Okay, I'm <laughs> completely honest. Yeah. I don't really know. I know he's important, but I do <laughs> not know his storyline because I think I missed something super important in the beginning when I was like lighting a candle and saying a spell. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then I kind of just lost it and I almost tried to ignore him, but I just couldn't. So if you want to explain to me what he was, what was going on with him. The thing about Towns that I think was so confusing was, was not a character. Like, sorry, you're telling me that she like fell in love with him. They had those moments in the hotel room. Like they almost were a thing. Because I didn't like, I understand that she fell in love with him, but when, is my question like in the hotel? I guess I think so. I think that was the moment because there were parts um, in a couple episodes after where she would like right before the first time she had sex, like she thought about him. Like I yeah, think that yeah, was yeah. the moment in the hotel room when it was like, "Will they? Won't they?" That mm-hmm. like she started having those feelings, but then it was like he disappeared for years and years and years. Yeah, I thought, and I then all something. of a sudden comes back no you did not miss anything because oh (laughs) she you did not it just really made no sense I was I had was it that reaction so Alex and I both wrote down notes like as we watched one of my notes about him is how old is this man is he flirting with her is that legal thank you okay 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 now we can (laughs) talk about this now we can talk about this so so (laughs) <laughs> that is actually what I wrote down. I was like, I know Jade's thinking the same thing. 
Unless I missed something. In episode five, in episode five, I have a note written down. Does anyone else think it's really weird that the men in her life are constantly talking about how she's grown up into a woman? I I wrote that down. There was two times, which I think is too many, of the men that she would become romantically involved in being like, wow, look at you. You've grown up into a woman or like what happened to that young girl? And I'm just like, whenever I hear that in a movie or a show, I say disgusting. I I cringe. I'm like, okay. So like, are you just admitting that you were like kind of attracted to me when I was younger, but now I'm like grown up into a woman. So like, it's actually allowed to happen. Like, I just think that's like weird. Like, why is that at the forefront of your mind? And it was like the first thing that they like said to her at the start of like their entrance into her life. It was that weird guy um, that she beat the first time um, Mm -hmm. for the state championship. And then when he comes back later on, yes. And And he just like looks at her and he's like, and he makes that comment. And I'm just like, why? And then I mentioned it because my sister um, hadn't finished it. And I, she was rewatching an episode that I had already seen in the living room. And I, that moment happened and I walked in and I was like, okay, do you think that's weird? Because I was like, I think that's weird. And she was like, well, I think it's also kind of like, the times because no, I think I'm going to disagree with that. And I'm going to say, I think that's a man writing it. Oh yes. I think that's a man writing it. I'm sorry. I mean, I'm Why sure it happens now too. Like that is a thing that happens. I don't think it's just, the oh, time. Yeah. I just think, I don't think it's it out. I don't think it's just the times at all. Do you know how yeah. many times men have made weird comments to me or like even just people in general, like commenting on the way that you've grown up. And I'm just like, why are we talking about this? Like, why is this on the forefront of your mind? Like, it's weird. Like, yeah. So, oh my God, you're so, oh my God, you're so beautiful. Look at you. You, wow. And I'm like, get away from me. (laughs) We're also talking about a character who is literally a genius, has such a smart mind. Like, it's not like he grew up into like, She's not 35 now. And exactly. Like, oh my God. Wow. Look at you, you woman. She's still a kid, honestly. She's still in her, she's still in her 20s at that point. Like, because everyone keeps on making comments about how she's going to be washed up when she's like 22. And I'm like, so, so she's really she's fucking what, young. Like, like, so that's still kind of weird. I don't, it was just like, no, it's very I, I was like, this show is totally written by a white man, like without yeah. a doubt in my mind. Also, I don't know if you know this, but it started off as a book Mm -hmm. also written by a white man. Like, it's just like these females who are, I mean, I still think she's a strong character, but she's obviously written by a man. I don't want to take away from her character because I think it's a well-written character. And I I think she comes off as very strong. I would consider her a, like a good example as like a, female character like main Mm -hmm. character in a show but also I'm like obviously I want female representation and I'm glad they wrote her in as a strong character 
But I think these men writing so many things about how like, oh my God, this woman is a genius. Wow. I'm like, she's beautiful. Yeah. Smart and pretty. She can play chess. Whoa. I just don't know why. I just don't know why that's what they are so surprised about. Obviously she's like a crazy, awesome chess player, which like anyone would be surprised about that. Mm -hmm. But just the premise of the show. Sometimes the whole time time I kind of kept on thinking about, I was like, I wonder how many amazing women chess players are still around at that time. And they're just like not at the forefront of the game. Like it doesn't mean that they don't exist. It's just that like women weren't allowed to play. So like why would they just weren't given like the time that she was given. She's obviously very gifted though. Like naturally you have to be like very smart at that sort of thing, which I understand, but she got lucky is what it is. What it was is that she got so lucky that her genius was actually discovered. I'm just the type of person who like, I don't, I think it's really stupid to be like, ah, yes. Genius ends with like, the male white guy like do you know how many geniuses are out there who aren't fucking white and aren't fucking men but they just aren't given the time to nurture their their minds like yeah jade it's you oh shut up yes no i'm just saying it's so ridiculous for our minds to be so small that we don't even think of those possibilities and actually that was a really cool part i don't remember what episode it was in um but when she started getting in all those magazines and started getting famous and she told her mom, she was like, she was like, well, it's just about the fact that I'm a woman. Like, it's not about how I play. She was like, it's just because of the fact that I'm a woman. And that also bothered yeah. her. Like, I think that was well done because she also noticed that she was like being used kind of as like people were just interested because she was successful and a woman and not really her genius. Yeah. I have a note written down from when she was get getting interviewed by that woman for a magazine. Um, And she was like, and you're a woman. How does that make you feel? She goes, doesn't bother me. She was like, I'm just playing. And I was like, that was kind of cool. I was like, okay, queen. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Queen. Hey, queen scambit. sorry um oh also I'm so sorry I do have to bring up this one note in episode one I was just taking everything in but this is the only note I wrote down in quotes I was born in November and then I said I knew that bitch was a Scorpio quiet but reckless love you queen that one line just like really (laughs) (laughs) launched you into this thought yeah (laughs) quiet but reckless yeah and around that is she is a Scorpio those men while white men writers maybe mm-hmm. they did consult an astrologist May- <laughs> because maybe. I swear that girl's a Scorpio <laughs> <laughs> I swear I did cry during one part oh tell me when um in the final episode when she goes to visit she finds out that Mr. Scheibel's dead mm-hmm and she goes to back to the school and goes down to the basement and sees that he kept all of her like news clippings and stories. And in that moment, I realized like how terrible she had been acting 
she never even sent him the ten dollars. Like that broke my heart. I was like, he really was the reason that, um, because like money wise, she just didn't have it, and so like that was one of the first things that she was able to put herself in was like because he paid for her way to get there, and I think it killed her and obviously and like it killed me that like she was never able to thank him mm-hmm. and like he almost tried I cried. To, um in the last episode when she did the reporters were asking her how she learned and she was like yeah. promise me you'll print that his name was William Scheibel yeah and I feel like that was her trying to apologize to him almost no yeah I think that was like the the um I think that was her just like being at peace with things like at that point she's flushed the pills Mm -hmm. at that point like she's admitted she has that conversation um where she's like I need the pills like I need them yeah but she realizes that she doesn't she just like really wants them like she still is just as amazing sober and so like at that point everything's kind of like come together for her and like she's like finally making amends in that like last way which I found like really beautiful me too I loved that I think the last episode was really great I think that they wrapped up the story really really well I agree. The last episode was for, okay, I'll tell you what the ending means to me. Cause in my opinion, beginnings and endings are like huge. Like Mm -hmm. in my mind, I, oh, I just think like the way that something begins and something ends is like so important. I love the beginning of the show, by the way. I think it's like an amazing way to like introduce us to her, like at her at the beginning of her like rock bottom kind of Mm -hmm. um makes you want to find out what happened exactly so for me the ending kind of goes back to her mom Mm -hmm. like I don't know if you remember but when her mom was playing the piano in the hotel and she goes up to her Beth goes up to her and she's like oh what happened to your stage fright because she talks about how she like doesn't like playing in front of people because of stage fright Mm -hmm. and she tells her her mom tells her she's like well like when you're just doing it for fun like it's not like like, she doesn't get nervous if I'm not competing yeah that like everything's kind of like fine if it's just for fun Mm -hmm. and at that moment in time where she goes sits down and plays with that guy in the park I feel like she's just like let go of everything that she had to prove Mm -hmm. and this is like possibly the first time that she's really sitting down and just like doing it for fun as a hobby or whatever like like all these men do in the park every day and um and that was like really beautiful for me because I feel like she like once again has kind of like let go of all of that pressure on herself and And I don't know. I just like really liked the fact that like that's how it ended, I think. I really like that you said that because now that like added another meaning for it to me. Mm -hmm. What I 
I mean, I thought the ending was great too. I thought it was beautiful. But for me, what I took it as was she never had anywhere where she truly felt comfortable and fit in. Like she Mm. was always looking to beat someone or get to the next thing. Or she felt uncomfortable with those girls when they invited her over. It was like she was always kind of in a state of trying to get somewhere. She could never just sit comfortably with herself and I guess this is really similar to what you said just like a little bit different when she sits down with those men in the park she feels like she belongs there with them so I thought she finally was content with who she was which like kind of also brings back to her flushing the pills and finally knowing she's good enough I feel like that was the final moment where you know like she's okay Mm mm-hmm no, definitely. Um, something that I think was also really uh, different about this story was watching how her addiction started at such a young age. Mm-hmm. I think that's really different and something that um, I don't usually see. It really did start so innocently. Like, it, it's just like, something that really happened when it comes to the pills and then Mm -hmm. you can see like how the influences in her life led to like the alcohol and like obviously like things with um her birth mom like her really kind of wondering if she was just becoming crazy like her mom was and that was really interesting for me is I don't know if you remember but um at one point someone asked her about her birth mom and I think it was Jolene she was like did she ever drink or whatever and she was like no never like her she didn't watch her birth mom become an addict she just like watched her mom spiral which yeah turned into something different for her because then she was constantly wondering if she was going to become crazy and like kind of like using the addiction to kind of I don't even know like make her okay with that I guess like yeah she was definitely a really complex character and I think that's probably I think there's like two reasons why people really like the show I think it's because of her her character and like how interesting she is to watch you don't really know like what decisions she's going to make until she makes them like I don't know I just really like watching her and Mm -hmm. I think also the fact that they were able to make chess look so interesting yeah I knew nothing that was going on I I don't know shit (laughs) I didn't even know there was so much to chess. I was like, what? I was like, okay, this is much more complex. I didn't even know people could study chess. I don't fucking know. Mm -mm. And so I think those were like the two things that like made the show really different and interesting. And that's why people were like, ooh, I like this so much. Um, It is so weird how people function when they like things because I read this article and it's like, chess sales are through the roof right now because of the queen's gambit people are ordering them for their kids for christmas people are trying to learn people are buying online chess lessons over zoom and i'm like oh my god i'm like what is wrong with people but i do the same thing i almost wanted to buy a chess set and i know how that works i have no idea and i won't learn i know i won't but i'm i almost did it yeah this is one of those things where I, okay, have you ever seen like 
TikToks or like memes or whatever, where it's like, I swear we're all living the same life. Yes. Have you seen those? Yeah, we are. We fully are because I also did the same stupid shit. I was like, do I want to learn chess? Yeah. I was like, is this what that means for me? Like, and it's just like, we watch TV shows and we just want to be the main character. We're all so fucking like crazy. Wait, one of those TikToks was like, I just want to have one experience that someone else didn't have. And they're like, I'm going to keep posting something until someone says, oh, I, that's unique. Yeah. I've never done that before everyone's commenting and they're like yeah I did this yesterday (laughs) dead ass because that's true I know but literally I there's an article and it was I don't know I don't have it so I'm sorry I can't credit the author um but it just came up on my Facebook I think and it was like the Netflix effect what Mm. the Queen's Gambit has done to chess sales And when I tell you, like, they're running out of chess sets because people are going crazy. Really, really crazy. It's true. I literally wrote a note on episode two. I have a note, genuinely, who knew chess could be so exciting? I'm confused. That's what I wrote. I said, episode two is great. And then I said, she teaches me to ask questions because she's genuinely such a curious person. I find it really interesting. So... I'm a really self-conscious person. Don't know if you can tell. I'm really <laughs> self-conscious. So I um, just constantly like I don't really want people to know when I don't know things like I kind yeah. of I don't like looking stupid or like I don't know things. And so I'm the type of person who will constantly be like, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about when I don't. Mm-hmm. So people who ask questions and like show their vulnerability in that way. Um, really interest me and like I kind of like aspire to be like them when she started competing and she was like so what's up with the clocks like any person could judge her and be like you're literally a chess genius like you don't know what the fucking clock is for but instead Mm -hmm. people are just like oh this is how you do it blah 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 like I feel like it eases my own anxiety and it's like ah like just be truth truthful and honest about like what you know and what you don't know and like yeah that clock part actually stuck with me too because Mm -hmm. when she was like what's this what do we do with this and the girl was so sweet and was like oh yes explain it to you and I was like oh my god thank god she was so nice what if they were like you stupid idiot because I think people are gonna say to me if I'm like oh what's that and they're like oh my god you dumb stupid person you don't know what it is (laughs) like how are we so fearful? My cousin Kayla is like that where she asks so many questions and she's a genuinely just like curious person and she doesn't fucking care if it like makes her look some type of way. And like, I like want to be like that because it's, I don't know. It's just like so great to be that way, I think. And you should um, ask when you manifest for the winter solstice to be more curious. <laughs> great. I will do that. <laughs> Also, this has been all over the place, but like we're really just getting our feelings out. Like I love this. It's good. Her mom, I thought her mom's death was really surprising. Um, Like her adopted mom. I don't know why, but I just didn't really see it going there. I think at that point in time, it was really weird to suddenly see her alone. Yeah. Um, Because after 
after that point when she's like living in the house by herself and like obviously like doesn't really have many people in her life anymore at that point Mm -hmm. um it was a huge shift for the entire show so that for me um was like really surprising and also really heartbreaking because her mom like really wanted to go to Paris and like really wanted to like travel the world and explore with her so then to realize that that wasn't a possibility anymore was like really sad for me that was really sad because I felt like her mom had such good intentions like throughout the entire show but also was toxic and I just didn't want her to die obviously but I was like, maybe this will be a good shift mm-hmm. for her. But it wasn't. She she spiraled. Her mom is um a really interesting character to mm-hmm. me because she's just like a normal mom. Oh my God. Wait, no, I agree. It just came across as like really nor it showed for me how even just like the smallest actions can like really affect. A person like without you knowing Mm -hmm. and yeah I I don't I don't know if that makes any sense but like no it does I really liked the relationship like because of how complicated it was but also at the same time how simple it was yeah like it was a mother-daughter relationship but it was also kind of a friendship Mm -hmm. it was a business partnership almost and she was just supportive and clearly wanted success for Beth yeah which was nice to see but it also showed how little things like you said can affect someone in really big ways <laughs> I wrote in episode six I keep on looking down and seeing my notes they're so ridiculous episode I six. know we should do a funny note section <laughs> <laughs> episode six speech chess is crazy and then I put a lot of sexual tension between Benny and Beth when she moves Ooh. to New York City well yeah well, yeah. Also, yeah. that actor in my mind has always been a little child to me. So it was also very weird seeing him in the show. Um, I agree. I was thinking, how old is this man? And I was thinking 12, yeah. even though he clearly isn't. So that was hard for me to get past. They, okay, good. I'm glad we mentioned that because I, I was very caught off guard. And then I was like, wow, they're like really trying to like, I don't know. I don't think they tried to age him. I think they just tried to make him look like a man. And I'm not necessarily sure if it fit, but eh, he was good. They like did a good job acting together. Yeah. Um, I have a funny note. Okay. Okay. Episode three. This is exactly how I wrote it. This is how I'm going to read it. Okay, so when the mom is calling the school to say that Beth has mono and a cold and blah, 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 so much sickness, did the school not see her in the newspaper? I thought it was national news, question mark. Like, don't they know she's lying? (laughs) Yes, that's what I was thinking about. I was like, you're not being secretive. I was like, you're literally like, but I guess maybe at that point she was only doing things around the state but no because then when she went back to school everyone knew that like she was popular now and her mom was like beth you're national news and i was like why are you still lying to the school because they know 
So maybe like we know you're lying. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it was one of those like weird things where the school was kind of just like, okay, she's not going to come in anyway. So whatever. Let her lie. Yeah. I don't. It's just that part definitely didn't make any sense. No. Yeah. It just made me angry, honestly, because if I missed 30 days of school, you know, I would get a note sent home. You know, I wrote down. Also, we need to discuss her first sexual experience. Okay, I have a question about it. Okay. The first sexual experience that she had with that man. Yeah, the blonde. With the blonde man. The blondie. Were they actually having sex? Yeah. Was like they were having sex because like he his pants were on and I was like is he just dry humping her? His pants were on? Like they might have been pulled down but I couldn't really see. No, I'm pretty sure they were pulled down because then before she went to bed, she pulled her stuff up, I think. Oh, okay, okay. I just wanted to make, I just wanted to clarify. Or maybe she just put a blanket over her. I don't, we couldn't really tell. It was off screen. But what I thought, like, but then I thought like, oh, they must have had sex because he was like, sorry, I'm just really stoned. And she was like, it's okay. Yeah, no, they definitely did have sex. They definitely did because yeah. one, he apologized. And then two, when she has sex with Benny, she's like, oh, so that's, oh, how that's it's what it's supposed to be. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What do you so, want to say about that? <laughs> I oh. would like to say, but I don't think I can say them on the podcast. Okay. I was just going to say like, it was, it was like interesting. I feel like, I guess expected, like we're used to watching women's first experience, like not being good so it was like usual I like I expected it mm-hmm. um I, and then she like stays in the apartment all day and I was like that's drunk right there because she's gonna take all their things okay they were actually nice like he was just really stoned like it was fine but also yeah. like he said stay as long as you want and she was like I will yeah <laughs> she cleaned Literally. she did I kind of like it when people when um shows don't really have to like explain everything they're just like Mm -hmm. yeah like she stayed in the apartment all day and just like did her own thing like she just wanted to be by herself and like chill I liked that she called her mom and she was like I was with a man she was like oh my god Beth and she was like I'm not gonna get pregnant and she's like famous last words (laughs) they're so oh she's her mom really was so great she was like don't smoke watch what you're smoking honey you're hanging yeah. out. Watch what you're smoking. Watch what you're smoking. She was like, okay, mom. <laughs> I don't want people to think that I'm a man hater. I said at the end, I'm sorry. It's just something that bothered me. I huh. said, what? Dot, 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 dot. So all the men come to her rescue, which is commendable, but annoying. I don't know. I agree with you. I don't care if people know I'm a man hater. Okay. Thank you. D- did it actually bother you or no? It bought not okay. It didn't specifically bother me, but I noticed it. You know, yes. I was like, okay, I guess in the chess world there weren't many women, and they did it. That's what I'm saying. The men had to be the ones that were like helping her because there were no women to. But also, I know I was like, "Mm, men. You know, I also think the fact that it was written by a man. I think this whole entire show is a focus on her daddy issues. Which I hate to boil it down to that, but I'm no, not the one who no. wrote it. I'm just they, didn't have to, they did not have to write the other the her 
adopted dad leaving. They didn't have to write her having weird relationships with older men. Exactly. It kind of did feel like it was just an entire love letter to her daddy issues because I thought we were going to get her dad back in the picture and then he never showed up and then her adopted dad didn't even want her and Mr. Scheibel teaching her chess that obviously was like a father to her her relationships with the men in her life that eventually turned into friendships of course like I think those men are the only ones who like she felt like she could really trust Mm -hmm. was like when it stopped being sexual and then the fact that they are able to help her obviously there are only other male chess players that she currently knows like at that level yeah I did view it as the reality of her situation but also I noticed it which is like enough to be like hmm Hmm. men here they are again I really want Tristan to watch this show because I feel like Tristan would just be like this is all about the men in her life like I don't know I think I I would find it I think Tristan would find it really interesting yeah because not to take away from her character because I do think she's a very strong character but it is about the men let's be honest it is is. it's about her but it's about her beating men her needing support from men her being better than men it like isn't just about her being good yeah you know for sure okay so now that we've talked all about the queen's gambit we are going to of course end with an fmk fmk (laughs) and okay of course, because it is Christmas time, holiday Woo. season, everyone, we are doing the Winter Wonderland edition. So I'm just going to go ahead and tell you, Jade, who we're working with. And yes, I did come up with these. Um, you did? Yeah. Oh, I'm happy. Okay. Okay. So Frosty the Snowman, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, <laughs> and the Grinch. Nowadays, the only memes that I see about the Grinch are Matthew Morrison as the Grinch. <gasps> Why did and- you say that? I was gonna marry him, and now I I'm knew scared. I knew you were gonna marry him. I okay, fucking but- knew you were gonna marry him. Of course, I'm marrying the Grinch. Jim Carrey's the Grinch is actually like my dream man. He does have a heart of gold, but he's a little <laughs> tough on the outside. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, fine. So it's Jim Carrey's the Grinch. Okay. Cool. Don't ever talk to Matthew. Talk to. Don't ever talk to Matthew Morrison, please. But don't ever talk about Matthew Morrison on this podcast. Okay. Agreed. 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 It's done. As you think, I think I know what I'm going to do, but I might need to talk this out a little. Okay. So I'm clearly marrying Jim Carrey's The Grinch. Like I love him. Like Mm -hmm. I actually think I do. Um, I want to marry him. So here's the thing. I hate Frosty the Snowman. I think he's stupid. And I hate that movie, so I want to kill him. But I'm really going to fuck the reindeer. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, are we even allowed to talk about this? I don't know. I just I feel like just it was something it. we had to say. I can always change it quickly to the heat miser, because he was another option I was thinking of. <laughs> yeah, And in that, that case, I would fuck the heat miser. I think <laughs> I'll do the same thing. Wait, no, but I don't want to switch it to the heat miser. You don't want to marry the Grinch? Jade, can you tell me why? I guess it would be really funny to be married to someone like that. Actually, yeah. By the end of the What's film. Who did he get? Martha Martha May, May who? 
The Grinch is good enough for her. I'm sorry. The Grinch is good enough for all. Yeah. No, I feel that. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to marry the Grinch. (laughs) I agree. And honestly, at this point, doesn't she have money? So she's living a life of luxury. And she says, I will live in that mountain because that's how cool he is. True. He does have that whole mountain to himself. Great views. Well, either way, we're fucking a snowman or a reindeer or the heat miser. I think we should change it to the... (laughs) Okay, listen. We can... We'll put four in here. You're just going to have to kill two of them. (laughs) Okay, I'm fine with that. So I'm going to kill Rudolph and the snowman. Obviously, I don't want Frosty near me ever. Near me. And I'm going to fuck the heat miser and marry the Grinch. That one's really easy. I think the heat miser is great. Okay, so what's your final answer? That is my final answer. Oh, same thing? Same thing? Yeah. Yeah, cool. we do the same thing. It's it's the only thing that makes sense. Yeah, and I don't know. Some people like Frosty the Snowman. Like some people think he's nice, but I think he's annoying. What does he say like, every time he, he puts his up? hat on? He goes, "Happy birthday!" Right? He's like, it's like he's reborn again. <laughs> <laughs> I just think that's dumb. I like. I hate Frosty the Snowman. It happy birthday. yeah happy birthday and my mom goes oh my god no she was like we're gonna have to hear him say happy birthday and I was like absolutely not I was like turn that off now oh my god that's perfect so we've come to the end of the episode thanks everyone for listening I hope you enjoyed it we talked about everything from Taylor Swift to the Queen's Gambit to the great conjunction (laughs) (laughs) and um of course our saucy fmks as usual um so i guess we'll see you next time enjoy the holidays and yeah happy holidays everyone happy new year happy new year i hope it's a better one guys let's hope 2020 yeah come on here we go (laughs) (laughs) all right thanks everyone bye bye I'll be singing